All right, everyone. Thanks for joining me today. I have, first of all, a up an update about a sh- an experience that happened to someone. I think it was about maybe two weeks ago when I told you about this, about the guy who was uh, retrieving the supermarket shopping carts from a location and that... Um, wild experience that he had while he was doing so. Well, he his story has not changed one bit. And he was trying to, all this time, think of maybe something that he had forgotten about, you know, in his panic and anything like that. But he doesn't remember anything else but his initial story of, you know, what happened to him. The only thing that he said to me this time is that the thing that dragged him around was kind of like a Jeepers Creepers looking thing. It was black. And he said, you know, it it was like a Deeper creeper looking thing or something, some kind of a wicked black looking scarecrow because of the, the way that the form, the body form was and the black was like in like shreds. It wasn't like if he was wearing a tight black outfit, he said the black was like in shreds. That's the only way that he could describe it to me. And he even said, I couldn't tell you if it was a a type of clothing that this thing was wearing or if it was this thing, like if it was this thing's body, just kind of like, you know, shredded here and there. And um, he just said it after it dropped him and it turned into some kind of squirrel-looking thing and just ran off. And he, when he tells this story, and it's been a few weeks now that this happened to him, you can hear the panic in his voice, and he he starts getting very emotional. And he said he doesn't tell and hasn't told anyone else this story because they, they're probably going to think he's crazy. And he said, sometimes I think I'm crazy myself because did this really happen to me? And when he's saying this, his voice is starting to break. And I told him, yes, this really happened to you. I firmly believe that because I have heard similar stories to his experience. I, you know, I have to tell him, I, there's, there's nowhere else to go with this. So yes, I believe he really had this experience. And, um, I know that he feels better about that. And I told him a couple of things that I knew of that people had experienced that were similar to his. And I could see that it, it was like lifting 
some of that burden off of him to know that this is not an isolated incident, that this has actually happened before. And I mean, I'm just one person and I know of a few of these type of things. So just imagine what's what's really happening out there. How many people have really encountered this same kind of a thing? Very it's very unnerving and yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't wish this kind of thing on anyone. Not that I would wish anything bad on anyone, but yeah, this is really um I can understand how he's traumatized by this. But that's why, you know, we're keeping in touch. And anything else, any updates he has, or he's, you know, if he has any other type of strange encounter, he will let me know. And um, we keep in touch also because I can talk to him. And he knows that he can talk to me. And we can together... I can help him, you know, get through this and we can try to decipher it and see what's what's uh, going on out there. Okay, um, recently now, within the past couple of days, uh, I've been contacted by a family who say that uh, the first thing that happened, there was an incident, their son came home and It was at night, everyone was asleep, and he went into the refrigerator to get something to eat. So he's there in the kitchen, and he opens that refrigerator, and he's looking around, and he felt someone put a cold hand on the back of his neck. So he said, yeah, you know, I'm minding my own business. I'm just looking for food. And he said, I felt it was like icy cold hand right here and he put his hand on the back of his neck so he turned around to see who's messing with him and there was no one there so he closes the refrigerator door and he like walks real fast to go and see okay you know where are you why are you messing with me but everyone was asleep so that's the first thing that happened after that they start they started getting like um, things they don't know where these things are coming from but in the morning they've been noticing that there will be things on the kitchen table or on, on the living room table like newspapers like magazines and just things they don't know where they're coming from no one in their family is reads the paper they don't get the paper they don't read magazines or in the magazines that they have gotten, they said that all of these things have been older. I think um, she said the newspaper was from like February and the magazines that they have been getting are like from 2019. So these aren't brand new publications. Um, I don't know really what to say about this, why this would be happening. It's, um, and, and to men, not to mention it all seemed to start off with someone being physically touched. So 
we have to look further into this. This family lives in Los Angeles and they do want us to go out there and take a look and see what might be going on. The funny thing about all this is that they have lived there, they say for like about 15 years and they've never had any type of incident or at all, anything. And nothing's new. You know, they, there's nothing new. They just, you know, just seem to start out of the clear blue. So um, we're going to go out there and take a look. Hopefully, we'll be able to get out there next week sometime and um, see what may be going on there. I will tell you guys that we know that a lot of people now a lot more people maybe, people who have never had experiences before are starting to report these type of things. So I, my own personal belief is that one of the reasons for this is because of all the fear that's been generated. And I know I've said this before, but all of the fear and all of the worry and even some of the, uh, you know, like people just kind of like giving up, like hopelessness. Well, all of these are negative energies. And a lot of this will open doors to letting certain things in. This may just be like a, um, a precursor to something else. You know, oh, some, it's, it's bringing gifts. It's kind of looking like it's bringing gifts, whatever. But um, that's how it looks. It's not what it is. Anyways, um, it'll be interesting to see what we get from this when we go over there and um, talk to these people and take a look around. So I will definitely be talking about this again. All right. Um, One of the other things now that I've gotten recently is from a woman who lives in Alabama and she says that she went to an estate sale and she bought this beautiful full-length mirror and it's it's like her prized possession she just loves it it's beautiful she sent me a picture of it and um, when you look at this picture Everything is clear, but the mirror itself, the glass of the mirror is very hazy. And so I asked her, is this how the mirror looks when you're in there in the room with it? Or is this some kind of um, thing from the, you know, from the camera, like the, maybe the sunlight was coming in and that's why the mirror is hazy. And she said, no, The mirror is not hazy. The mirror is clear. She doesn't know why it came out like that. She took another picture and the same thing. But anyways, what's going on with this mirror is that she says that every so often she can, she sees people in the mirror, not herself, but other people. And she said, it looks like as if they are in there, but 
just minding their own business, like carrying on with whatever thing they do daily. And she said the first time she saw it, she thought it was a reflection from her TV onto her mirror. So she looked and she didn't see anything. And she saw it again and she got up and she looked and she didn't see anything. So she started thinking, okay, you know, am I just imagining things? Am I going nuts? What's happening here? But come to find out, upon further inspection, she saw people in there. So, I mean, I have heard of uh, things about mirrors. And one of the things I remember reading about a while ago is that, um, I don't know, there are some cultures that still do this, but I know that back in the late 18, early 1900s, when someone would die, they would cover up the mirrors in the house because their belief was that their spirit would go into the mirror and they wouldn't be able to transition. They would be stuck in the mirror. Um, I know that there are some cultures that still do this. They still practice covering up the mirrors. And there are even also some people who will not have a mirror. They're afraid of mirrors for that reason. They believe it's a, a portal, which I believe is a possibility because uh, certain people use mirrors for their um, practice. You know, certain certain practices that people do, that's, that's what they use. So depending now on who owned this mirror, I mean, I don't know how old this thing is. I saw a picture of it. It doesn't look to me that like it's an antique. It looks to me that it's a modern day. I mean, not to mention it could be like from the 50s, you know, but it's not like, it doesn't look to me to be an antique, like from the early 1900s or anything like that. I'll have to find out. But um, it just makes me think that maybe there was something to all of that if people can be trapped in a mirror or maybe people could be cursed and like put into a mirror I know it sounds kind of funny but when you stop and think about certain occult practices that some people are into I don't think that it's uh, out of the realm of a real possibility that they are able to do things like this. I mean, when you think about shaman, for example, there is an Alaskan tribe called the, I, I'm not sure if I'm saying it right, but it's, I think it's Tlingit. And some of their shamans are so powerful they can make their hair move. I'm talking about picture someone with like dreadlocks and them having a, such a powerful mind that they can actually make those dreads move. 
all around their head. Okay? So when you stop and you think those things and then say, well, in that case, I don't find it that out of the realm of possibility to be able to be done. And mirrors are, I, I do believe personally that mirrors are portals. They, I mean, they can be used as portals. I'm not saying that every single mirror automatically is one, but I believe that it is possible to open those up and them to be able to be utilized as a portal, as well as a TV. You know, you look at that flat screen while, while it's off and what do you see? You see a black mirror and it's, it's the same thing. It can be used as a portal. That's just, um, I'm not going to say it's a known fact, but it's almost common knowledge, okay, with certain practitioners that those things can be used for that purpose. So I think that, um, I think that, well, I believe she has seen things in there. So the next thing that she's going to try to do is actually get it on video. That'll, that would really be something. I don't know if that would be possible. I don't know if, um, uh, how can I say it? What, whatever is happening there at this time is for her to see. And I don't know if it would be possible to get something like that on video. Maybe so. We'll, we're getting ready to find out, okay? But anyways, that, that is kind of creepy. And I actually have a full-length mirror in my bedroom. So after she told me that story, it's like, okay, well, from where my mirror is, like when I'm sitting in one of my chairs, because my bedroom is really, really big. So it's like you have room in there for like all kinds of stuff. It's like a suite. So I have a chair that's by the sliding glass door and it faces like the, the TV screen. So I would have to look to the right to see that mirror. And what I was going to do one day, because I like to move my furniture around and stuff. And so one day I was like, you know what? I'm going to move this mirror right here because I think it'll look good, you know, and I want to change this room around. Well, I put that mirror there and then I could see myself in that mirror while I was sitting in the chair or while I was, you know, sitting just about anywhere in that room. So I couldn't do that for some reason. I did not want to see my reflection anytime I was in that room. And I'll tell you why one of these times, because right now I just, okay, you know what? I'm going to go ahead. So I didn't want to be able to see my reflection every time I sat down in that room or anytime I was in that room because you know, I had this big, huge imagination and I thought, oh, that's all I need 
one day I'm going to be sitting in this chair. I can see myself and I'm going to see something like behind me or something over, over me or whatever. That's why I moved that mirror out of, out of that location. That's the same reason why I don't like to do EVPs in my house. I refuse to do that. I refuse to put up like uh, video cameras. You know, a lot of people, they put the video cameras up in their house. Nope, I'm not doing that. I'm not um, putting on a voice-activated recorder. None of that. Because when you've had a lifetime of just weirdness, as I have, there are certain things you just stay away from. And that is why. (laughs) Okay. So, then right here, I've got another, okay, you know me and reading my own writing. Okay. So, this has been reported to me by a woman She lives here in California, and, okay, she lives in an older house. Her house was built in the 1960s. So, this has all started rather recently. She says that she was in her shower. There's a window right there, like, in her shower area. But the window is like um, a shoulder height window. It's right there. So like if you're in the shower, you can open that window. That's just how those houses were made, I guess, at that time. So she said she was in the shower and she heard knocking on the window and no one's there. Now that was the first incident. Even though, okay, you know, You can say to yourself, well, it is a window right by the shower. It could be anyone. It could be a kid. It could be, you know, your husband. It could be anything. So she really didn't, you know, it didn't freak her out that bad. Even though she had never had anything like that happen before. This was a first, okay? But afterwards... It wasn't the same day, but afterwards, she noticed that when she come out of the shower, she would see, okay, she saw handprints on the steamed over mirror. Okay, here we go again. You know, um, sometimes you can have a handprint or a fingerprint and then you clean the mirror off But for some reason, when it gets steamed over again, you can see that handprint again. Not as clearly as you could before, but, you know, vaguely, you can still kind of see it. Now, the reason I'm saying this is because we can't take everything and run with it. And this is the same thing that I talk about with people who tell me these type of things. And she said no. She had never had anything like that before. She said that's a reason why she noticed because 
that it was a first. Just like the knocking on the window was a first, the handprints was a first. It was a first incident. So after that, you know, she's had a, a few things happen in that particular bathroom now. So after that, you know, she comes out of the shower again and she said in this time, what she saw in the same mirror was as if someone had pressed their face on that steamed mirror. She said you could clearly see like the outline of a mouth and like the, the nose that had been pushed into the, to the glass when it steamed up. And that's when she decided that there's something coming in here into this bathroom. Now, why only in the bathroom? That's what I said to her. You, have you had any other incidents in any other part of your house? And she said, no, it's only in this bathroom. So you have to start looking at what have you brought in there recently? Anything new? Who's been in there? Anyone uh, that, you know, like has never been there before? I'm even talking about someone who may be coming in and working in the house. You know, there, there are many, many different things that could cause this. Okay, as of right now, we don't know. These are things that She's going to have to gather and, and look at because it could have been her husband. Maybe her husband brought something in there. We don't know yet. But when you start seeing things like this that you've never seen before, it's a new experience. You know, let's, let's try to catch it early. Let's try to catch it before it accelerates. Not that it will. I'm not saying that every single time it's going to get bigger or that it's going to become more and more, you know, happening more all the time and this and that. But we would really like to make sure that it doesn't and catch it early as possible. Okay? In that way to, for lack of a better word, to be able to neutralize it. Because we don't know what is causing it. That way, we also know who to bring in. Because there are people who do cleansings. There are people who delve a little deeper into them. You know, a more intense cleansing. Maybe even something like an exorcism, okay? Something like um, a lot of people don't do extractions, so that's why we try to get to the very core of what's happening. Then we know who we need to bring in. Okay, um, that is about all that I've got for today. I hope some of these are interesting to you. I know they're pretty interesting to me. And I'm going to tell you guys something. Some of the stories are very creepy, okay? And some of them are not. 
But you've got some people who can, for example, who can take a story that just seems so ordinary and make it creepy. They can just put this spin on the story to make it creepy. And that's why I really, really like Stephen King because he can take something like going to the market, okay? And he can make it creepy. (laughs) But then you've got people who, man, this story is really, really spooky and it's, you know, it'll just make your hair stand up. And they can just kill it. I'm trying really, really hard not to kill it. But my mind is so, like, I'm always looking for reasons. I'm always looking for, like, like a way out. Well, maybe this is spooky. Maybe there really is something going on here. But my mind will always look for a way out. I'm not trying to kill it. What I'm trying to do is just rationalize and just look at it, you know, kind of like a skeptic. And so when you run out, well, it can't be this, it can't be that. When you run out of those type of things, now you know there is really something going on. And that's just where I like to be. I don't want to say, oh, oh man, there's got to be a diabolical spirit in her house causing this and that. Oh, that cold hand. Oh, that was probably somebody who's been dead for a long time and they came and touched you. And the, No, I don't want to be like that. I would just rather study it and dissect it to get to if there's any meat. We all, I mean, come on. We all know that there's really weird stuff going on out there every day. But I just try not to be over the top. The day that I come out and start saying like, oh man, this, well, then you know it's going to be really something. Because um, I just, I'm just not like that. I'm more like, oh, I have to wait and see. Let me just wait and see about this. Okay, well, anyhow, um, that's it for now. I'm, I'm probably not going to be able to come back until Friday. And I'm, like I always do, I'm continuing to look for things. I don't know how you guys feel about the whole Bigfoot phenomenon. I know we discussed it a little bit before. There are some uh, kind of strange things that have been going on with the whole Bigfoot deal. So I might talk about a couple of those cases being that um, it's relatively recent that these things have happened. And, you know, maybe, I mean, there's, we have to have something for everyone. You know, this is like a buffet where we talk about all different types of things. And I know that before I said that I really don't want to talk about the black eyed kids. I really don't want to talk about men in black because 
there's so much out there about them. But um, there are a couple of things that I'm going to discuss probably on Friday. I'm going to write those down so I don't forget about them. And um, we'll probably be discussing a couple of those things, okay? So anyways, everybody have a great day. Have a great week. And I will see you Friday. All right. Take care, everybody. And thank you for joining me. I appreciate every one of you. All right. Ciao.